me keep it simple. Why is riding a horse so complicated these days? I don't remember it being this technical when I used to jump on a friend's pony after school and ride bareback through the Bolin River 36 years ago. Whenever I have a riding lesson, I realise how difficult it can be to find what I'm looking for. Simplicity. Who else remembers being taught toes up, heels down, shoulder hip ankle alignment, elbows bent, thumbs on top, hands down, hands at hip level, sit more deeply, and on and on and on. These are just a few of the familiar instructions that beginners, beginner riders are told um, and which get repeated throughout our riding career, if not by a trainer, then by ourselves in our own head. It can leave us feeling overwhelmed, confused, mentally exhausted. It's easy to give up and feel disillusioned with so many instructions to manage, to manage whilst balancing on top of half a ton of independently thinking horse. Ironically, such instructions constitute some of the basics of riding. That's before we get to the advanced level of riding. Imagine the complexity involved in pulling off a canter pirouette or getting around badminton. When instructions like these are all we hear in those formative years of riding, it's easy to see how easily we think technique equals riding. Soon, it's the technique of what we do with our body, rarely our body and mind note, that consumes our focus and lessons instead of developing true feel and partnership become more and more intense and complex with instructions. Few would argue that there is a lot of focus on getting our technique just right as a rider, just as a tennis player or golfer tries to do. But what if it isn't all about technique? What if we're losing the essence of a sport by focusing too much on our body position in riding, the sequence of steps involved in producing a good golf swing, or our style, i.e. how we look when we serve a ball in tennis? Focus on body position or the mechanics of a golf swing and you get, you get good at being mechanical. Focus on style over skill and you get good at style. In either case, where is the attention to develop feel and trust in your skill or creative imaginative shots and rallies? It usually isn't there at all, but it won't come by chance, so where will it come from? How do we reach it? How do we access it? In contrast, think of this question. When was the last time you rode like a child? Riding is like monkey see, monkey do. We see someone get the latest girth or read about the best new gadget and it grabs our attention and fires us up with hope of being just that fix that we need. Yet have we stopped to ask how much it matters or helps us as we actually go down the centre line? Or we watch a riding guru who, who inspires us and we try to copy what they do, yet so much of what they do is, is going on invisibly inside them. Their breathing, how they relax and focus, their mental visualisation, what they feel, their muscle control or mind and body communication. We can't see and copy any of that, so is that being taught in our lessons? Sadly, not very much. Perhaps then we should not, not dedicate so much of our training time to technique alone and, and think of some of these other areas and focus on that. Ask yourself if you can take technique out of your riding and replace it with something else. Can you, for example, train your energy up or down, your muscles to relax and engage on cue, your mind to be still, your body to follow a feel? When we can do these things, we might just find that our riding becomes more creative. Now, when was the last time we thought about being creative in our riding? Another problem with too much focus on our riding technique is that it means we aren't necessarily training to learn how to react to certain situations and problems, and hence we often become over-reliant on our trainer. Our training itself should encourage us to ask questions such as, what's my rhythm here today, and if it isn't where I'd like it to be, what can I do about that? 
Every week that we focus on our technique is a week keeping us further away from actual mastery of the very thing we're seeking to be so good at, which is so much more than just one aspect of the skill. So how can we simplify riding? In my groundwork recently, I've noticed that if I focus on the techniques and the mechanics that I've worked so hard to master and have been so pleased with myself for mastering, then our progress slows down. I get stuck and I suspect my horse is getting very bored. When I push those mechanics to the back of my mind and become more present, more open-minded to how we will do something, I'm beginning to see the horse in front of me. My imagination is beginning to fire in response to what I'm seeing and sensing. We're both having more fun and spontaneity and seem to find a way of being more in harmony without actually trying. I'm reminded of watching horses or other animals, birds and flocks of sheep running and changing direction in an instant without seemingly any communication going on between them. Just how is it that they do that? The problem with a strong focus on technique is that there can be no real conclusions. If in our training we focus too much on the fundamental issue of what are all the things wrong with my position, it will often be different dependent upon what the trainer sees. Ask three different trainers and you're bound to get three different viewpoints and we end up more confused than ever. When we focus on the horse's way of going, it gives us more scope to find answers and reach conclusions versus seeking technical perfection in what we do with our technique, our mechanics and our body. Of course, we should be mindful of the need to get out of the the horse's way with our body, to be in balance with him or her and enable his freedom of movement. But maybe we can do that by being, staying very present, by being relaxed and creative in our riding so we can adapt how we ride, create new outcomes without or with a conscious knowledge of toes up and heels down. Mary Wanless of Ride With Your Mind fame talks about bearing down as as an expression of engaging your core, I think Pilates instructors would agree. Many riders, professional or amateur, bear down without knowing they're doing it. As a result, very few are able to communicate and explain what they're doing if they are aware of it. So that also rarely gets taught well to novice or beginner riders. If we want to focus on what we're doing with our body, we need to have an inside-out, intimate knowledge of what our body is doing. If I asked you right now what your psoas muscles are doing as you sit and listen to this podcast, would you know? Do you know where they are? (laughs) Are they tight? Can you control them? Are they of similar length on both sides of your, down both sides of your legs? And who cares anyway? Well, there are three reasons why riders should care about the psoas muscles. One, they help us to follow the movement of the horse. Two, they're involved in giving weight, seat and leg aids. And three, they contract when we feel stressed and we riders need to be able to relax them consciously so as not to communicate tension to the horse. By developing the discipline, focus and relaxation required to be connected to our bodies to this degree so we can literally communicate with muscles takes practice. Is this taught in our training and lessons? Sadly, it seems to be rarely a focus in the riding instruction that we receive. So if obsessing as I am in this podcast about our position isn't clearly, clearly isn't the magic bullet, then what is? A Charlotte Dujardin is quoted as saying about competing, excuse the language, but apparently she said words to the effect of same shit, different arena. (laughs) My interpretation of that is that it's just about management. Professionals have good days and bad days good rides and bad rides, good fences and bad fences. 
You have to pay attention, manage yourself, manage your environment, be wide awake and really see and feel the horse beneath you. Too much focus on our way of riding can result in us arriving at the centre line in a blur of anxiety or negative chitter chatter. And no one wants that. So can our riding lessons um, better serve us? All too often our riding lesson format doesn't serve us well and has us rely on the trainer's eye and the trainer's experience at the expense of developing our own feel and trust about the way of going. Why do we grind away with our horses for an hour? Why is every lesson always 60 minutes? Is it really effective riding when we see riders coming out of a lesson bright beetroot red in the face? Or the horse sweating or breathing heavily? Riding shouldn't be about grind and sweat and high blood pressure, surely. Dressage in particular is likened to ballet, the strength coming from softness of form and freedom in flow of movement, just as with the martial arts. So how can we free, feel, sorry, how can we free ourselves up? Is it helpful to say, I want you to have no thoughts or be present without teaching how? Probably not. I've had riders say to me, how do I get into that magical, mystical thing called the performance zone? And the reality is you won't get into it while you're trying to get into it. That performance zone is minus. It's an awareness of where you are, but you're not thinking about it. This is a big aha once you feel it, but until then, it's hard to describe and hard to teach. Ultimately, with most of these buzzwords and aspirational states of being, we can't technique our way there. It comes from developing feel for a ball or feel for a golf swing or feel and, and perception of a fence stride. So many of us look down at the ball instead of up at where it's heading in golf. Likewise with riding, we stare at our horse's head, pole or cheek, looking for flexion, bit acceptance, whatever it is we're looking for. But we don't look forward and ahead enough. As a result, we don't give the horse clear enough forward instructions, a sense of our leadership or a sense of purpose to the riding that we're doing. This is less about technique and much more about feel, flow and freedom of movement. If we spend all our time during lessons training our mind to fix the horse move by move, then that's what we're likely to reproduce in the competitive arena. Lots of fixing instead of enjoying the ride. As kids, we just didn't ride like that. Thank you.